Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast. A podcast where my intro has been um, removed to save us getting an explicit tag on Spotify. My name is David. (laughs) Fuck off, you... No, it's a little last word. Uh, Hi... (laughs) Hi, David. My name's Sam, and welcome to this podcast about a sexy, sexy movie called Sexy Beast. Straight off the top, yes. Terrible title. Do we agree that straight away? I think a- this is the worst title of any movie we've ever done. I don't think. I, I honestly don't think we've talked about in a movie how bad a title for that movie was. It just doesn't. It doesn't connect with what we see in almost any way. Like that, I couldn't pick up where that was coming from, and also it just doesn't sell it. It doesn't. I don't know. I was trying to think of alternative titles. I also struggled with that, but I don't know. Like, what are we doing? Two thousand. I kind of get it. the 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 whole the the joke. The joke is that these are people with very little class who think they look good, and that's the joke. In two thousand, it's yeah. called Sexy Beast because Ray Winstone is. Not that, not terribly sexy in this. Yeah, like that's, they're all that's they're all the having a good that's time the in their in their swinger lifestyle in Spain, and it's all it's all fun. It's all this this sexy. was the dream in two thousand. Apparently, was to retire to a villa in Spain where you have yeah, just and then and then vote into into and then leather. sixteen years later, vote for the uh, for Britain to leave the EU from your fucking up your shit. Yeah. From your EU-based house. Oh, no. We haven't For thought this through, dearie me. Reasons. All the while, you go to this, you go to British pubs in Spain and don't speak to anyone Spanish. Drink the same. But you may as well You may as well just be in Britain other than the weather. Is, is kind of well, where Well, to be fair, this... given that it's two inches of snow outside right now um, and it's going to rain all day tomorrow, it doesn't sound totally horrendous. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So let's talk about uh, Sexy Beast. And I think, uh, uh, yeah, title aside, we are still very into this movie where a, uh, yeah. you know we get to explore lots of the gangstery stuff that we like from these type of movies. But also, it's kind of not that, it's not that movie, is it? It's not Lock, Stock and Two Packets of Crisps. Or whatever that film's called, it's <laughs> it's it, not that. It, it, but but it's also kind of that. It's kind of going that, but it, it takes it in a different direction. It's a perfect movie that surprises. Sets up. It sets up as a your classic your classic gangster movie. In that, all right, governor, let's go. Let's go smash exactly, and grab that bank. This, lo- eh? this London gangster, this London thief gangster guy, has retired to Spain. Yeah, uh, with his ex porn star wife. That. It's a major theme Great. in this movie for some reason, um, and and someone shows up to like bring him back for one last job, um, and that's the movie. So you think, oh well, he's going to go and do the job, and the, the the film will be about him being back in the life in London, doing the job, maybe realizing more, he misses one life more hit, boys. All right, one more job, and then that, that's and then it. I'm out, and then we can, and then then I'm going to sail off in the sunset, mate. All right. Impressed yeah. by this accent, I am. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I am. <laughs> um, but it's a fun little movie, and I do mean little movie. Uh, there's 
five people in the movie, six maybe in this main cast of this movie. Ninety minutes long. We are eighty-eight we are, minutes are, long, Sam. Eighty-eight minutes long. Fantastic, but yeah, it's it's a movie that is, I think, like it's self-contained. It's a great little. It's a great little. It's a great little package. You kind of, you know, you know that feeling when you after watching a, a film where you just go, "Wow, that is perfect," and I don't need anything more than that. I don't need a single second more than that. And then, listener, the movie studios decide to intervene. And just days ago, we saw the launch of the Sexy Beast TV show on Paramount Plus, which, according to all the reviews, is getting absolutely fucking trashed because it's derivative crap of course it is how are you going to top a movie like this how are you going to how are you going to create well, expanded it's universe that, it's just for this movie these stupid fucking studio executives they're like we own it we own an ip great let's make more of that but but i don't know how we the whole point of the movie is that it's kind of like the inverse it's not really about that and no 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 let's make more of it because we own it and people like this movie number one no one's ever fucking heard of this movie because of it's previously mentioned terrible title yes check <laughs> yeah like it's a great movie don't get me wrong but it it's, made 10.2 million and it was lucky to make that it it's not in the it's not in the cultural consciousness is it it's not it's, it's not actually even just do, that it's a it's it's a specifically it's a movie for 30 year old men to go and in, enjoy I, there's not yeah. a lot here this, this is a real like movie lovers movie and yeah. and and it's a hard sell oh it's all of these like ugly middle-aged people and they aren't well-dressed and they aren't articulate or clever and nothing really happens and there's a big crime at the end but the guy characters don't really prop it it's, from it and it's kind of it's kind oh, of there's a murder oh but it's not really ever relevant and there's never really any real real you know real danger of them getting caught yeah. but before you shit on the movie i think what we're shitting on is the concept of taking what's actually this great little package and then trying to turn it into an eight, eight episode miniseries on paramount plus streaming on televisions near you like come on just let something be you know i can understand right i can totally understand there being a guy ritchie expanded universe you know where we get all those guy ritchie movies and we just and we just have tv series after tv series because people will be basing and 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 lock stock and you know two packers lager it's exactly the type of thing that uh would translate quite well well there's but there's an and, important problem there sam is you'd have to pay guy Ritchie if you were going to do that yes, whereas i think yes. i don't think anyone's getting paid for this i don't think jonathan glazer got a check this this 20 the, this new miniseries four-year-old movie that we are now just re we, we are now digging up like ben kingsley's uh you know dead body, body underneath uh, this pool yeah underneath his pool here comes the boulder oh no the, bo- the the boulder is the metaphor for movie executives that's that's what i'm going for here i think that nearly killed you know ray winston as in art so there we go we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there if you've not seen the sexy beast i recommend you watch it but it's a movie about a brutal gangster called don logan who recruits retired safecracker gal for one last job but it goes badly for both of them and um I was quite sure about an hour into this movie that we were not going to see a single second of heist action. Like we because we don't because, see any fucking safe cracking. Uh, no, no, because because the first hour of the movie is them still in Spain and it's Don Ben Kingsley 
and we will have a whole section about his performance coming over and basically destroying the the, the secluded life of of you know drinking fosters and uh, and and John Smith's that that this uh, that gal played by Ray Winston with all his mates is is living, and it's like it, it's it's an amazing actually I think it's an amazing building of tension, and I thought I honestly thought they're gonna they're gonna just go nah fuck you we're not gonna see any of it. The whole movie is just going to be in Spain. It's going to be about the recriminations of what happens and Don fucking shit up and this this incredible performance. And I'm kind of glad I was wrong about that because I think if without nothing it, else, it would we got be Maureen a... McShane at the end of the movie. And yes, this kind of so let's talk about the cast of this movie a little bit. So <sighs> Ray Winston, I think, actually isn't as like what's the word. Um, isn't it wasn't typically as foul and disgusting as he's presented to be in this movie um like he's put his put on some weight and got this really like he, orange tan uh, he went to spain just, two weeks before before filming to get the tan and to eat and he said it's the best rehearsal of his life <laughs> i mean it's not a bad job is it if you're gonna have no one. no no um, but yeah you're right he is but, he's he's not he's not attractive like you know, the joke in, in the movie is that that like so Don um, Ben Kingsley's character keeps joking that he's like he was good looking, you know that's the kind of like the face and you know he keeps referring to him in the, in these ways and it's kind of like the joke is that he's moved to Spain and he just smokes and drinks and like lies by the pool all day, which is absolutely what we see him doing. Uh, so now he looks like shit, um, and he's such a good main character because he's so passive throughout all of this movie. Um, yeah, because it because it's Ben Kingsley's movie. It kind of like everyone else in the movie. I would say Ian McShane, but they don't. He's him and Ben Kingsley don't ever share share the screen really. I think maybe one scene, but they don't really share the screen. So it's like two very menacing characters who kind of like own this movie in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's the dynamic between the two, isn't it? And you're right, like Ben Kingsley's performance basically sucks the oxygen out of the room and fucking off the face of the European continent, to be honest, because he is so, he is, it is, it is un, un, it's unbelievable. Do you want to hear, do you want to hear his like, uh, he does this speech and I was, I was going to read it for my intro. Um, it's a bit long, but this is one occasion where Ben Kingsley Have you got the clip? Speaks. Have you got the have you got the clip? No, I'm going to read it. I haven't got the clip. You're going to read you, it. Have you got the clip? Do you want the clip? If you well, if you, you if you can find the clip, we can play the clip. If you send it to me on the on the chat, and I I will I'll I'll vamp while you do that because I think if you don't have if you don't have this performance from Kingsley, right? What do you get? You get basically Ray Winston shuffling about with his with his mates and his girl, and and. We need to get out of Spain very fast, like very fast, and that's what that's what you'd expect from this type of movie, isn't it? You'd expect there to be we're having a high life, and then it comes crashing down, and now he needs to go and do one last job, and that's what we end up like having to um, to watch is the heist, and that be the central core of the movie. Whereas, because I think of Kingsley's performance, you just left. You just left thinking, 
Are we ever going to get out of here? Is, is he, is he going to be able to escape? Like the sheer terror that is the, the, it's having quite, any interaction with this person. It's quite funny, isn't it? Because it's one of these films where we're never really given the context of why Don, the Ben Kinsley character, is, is scary. Obviously, he is scary and the performance is terrifying. But the scary thing about the character is the fact that the other characters are so afraid of him. Mm. And that's what's funny. It's because it's unclear who he is. Obviously, he wants to get Gal. Get, get Gail. I thought they were calling Gal. him Girl for the whole movie. I was like, what? Gail? Gail? That's why. There we go. The accent's back. It's feeling good. Yeah, what, the Gail? accent's back. Um, <laughs> and he's kind of like frenetic and he doesn't, Puckful. he keeps on going and he's like schizophrenic almost in, in that he obviously thinks he these has... people are his friends and yeah and so you know he's busy telling gal like you know oh come come and do this job are you going to come and do this job no, don't fuck with me come and do this job um and then that goes on ad, ad nauseum and then he's like oh and i fucked his wife yeah absolutely i fucked do his you... wife i think i'm in love with her don't tell him don't tell him i'll probably tell have him you, don't have... tell him i know have you ever met anyone like this in real life i don't um... <sighs> No, I, I, I don't. I don't. Everyone not, in my life's quite not, chilled out, Sam. Yeah, but not to this extent. But uh, there are a few people I can think of. Joe in for one school. Joe, yeah, fucking Jesus, don't mess with him. <laughs> He'll never listen to this because they were like. Uh, but there are there are I can remember some people you know like basically the psycho kids, who. Who, had maybe difficult lives i don't know like but basically you just never felt at ease you just you you just you, you just never know like, what they're gonna do exactly it could they could snap at any moment and it could be all fun and games and then all of a sudden the oxes can get sucked out of the room and we're left thinking what the fuck just happened why did he do that and so obviously we're not to this extent and nowhere this is a very like heightened reality version of that but for the love of jesus it's stressful to watch this performance because it's stressful to be around people who aren't who don't follow the same rules and i think that's what kingsley has 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 uh pinned down is that he doesn't give a fuck about what's happening and the social norms and the 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 fucking legal norms because he manages to transcend that as well and that's a scary place to be isn't it that's a scary thing to to be witnessing yeah and it's it's a cool place setting for this character to walk into as well in that he is such an over-the-top kind of like a um the the psycho character from train spotting whose name is escaping me right now um yeah 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 it's a good one. he's a he's a great example of someone uh, someone who's like this but in a, in a very different setting and because he walks into this quite tranquil boring you know like we're just gonna slowly decompose in spain sort of life and then just upsets it uh and and everyone's too afraid of him to tell him otherwise you think this would be really simple like hey you want to come and do this job and it's it's never like i'll kill you and your whole family it's never like you owe me or you know oh i know too much about you it's just like I can't find the clip, Sam, so I'm just going to re- read some okay, of it. Okay, here we go. Right, and so uh, have, we, have we got the accent? Are we going to do the accent? All right. You remember you need to get into it. You, you need a word to get into it. All right, governor. Uh, governor. Huh? Can. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. Here we go. Everyone quiet. Ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. please. 
Shut up, can you louse? You got some fucking neck, ain't you? Retired? Fuck off. You're revolting. Look at your suntan. It's leather. It's like leather. Your skin. You could make a fucking suitcase out of you. Like a crocodile. Fat crocodile. Fat bastard. You look like fucking idiomen. You know what I mean? Stay here. You should be ashamed of yourself. What do you think you are? King of the castle? Cock of the walk? Then he punches the character and it goes on. And it's like... Ben Kingsley throughout this entire movie that is just doing that and it's like... What the fuck is happening? Right. Well, let's just let's just. Give and no one else is saying anything as well. Nobody else Congrat- is saying anything. Congratulations, Dave. That was wonderful. That was a. You know, you lost it a couple, but then you said "fucking," and that was like <laughs> yeah. straight back in. <laughs> you need the keywords. It's a good key. It's a good keyword because it's just fuck throughout. Fucking hell, mate! Right, jeez. Yeah, yeah, and and there's loads of this, isn't there? I also noticed. Um, Yes, 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 and no, 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 no. Like, like we're we're fucking watching this guy unravel, and you know he's he's shaving in one scene, isn't he, by himself in a room, and he starts going. I think that's when he's doing that, and he goes, yeah, and he fucking just bursts into the bedroom and starts kicking the shit out of Gal. Get up, you lazy fuck! Are you doing this job? Are you doing this fucking job? And he's like, what? And I think, and I think, I really do think the reason that this performance is 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 so impactful is because is because it puts you in, it puts you uh, um, under the same pressure that Ray Winston is under, and and the whole the tension, and that's where I think this movie, the the building of tension and making it last an hour in Spain before we get to even see anything else, and even then it's not that interesting, is because we are building this tension, we are ratcheting it, it ratcheting hitting up until it breaks and then that's the kind of oh fuck the plot is how is he going to get out of this how is he going to lie to everyone and tell them that you know he hasn't shot uh or his or his wife hasn't shot ben kingsley and yeah and that's the cool scene isn't it when we see him in london we don't know what's happened exactly is that We've had this moment, and he, this, this uh, Ben Kingsley is the absolute star of this movie, and he's on the plane, he's going home, and we're like, "Phew, we're it's okay," because obviously he's not going to go and do the job. Ben Kingsley's got on the plane, and then he just he's smoking a cigarette on a plane, and that was fine in two thousand. Uh, it was pre nine eleven movie. Um, that was absolutely fine. <laughs> he could probably have brought the gun with him. Um, he's on the plane, and and the stewardess says, he put the cigarette out, and he says, "No." Well, we can't take off until you've put your cigarette out. Well, I'll make it simple for you. I'm not putting it out, so maybe maybe the pilot can just work on my time, and I'll <laughs> we can we can take off when when I'm ready. He doesn't follow the rules. He doesn't follow anyone's rules. But in a contrarian way, like it's not yeah. because. And then it's not even a power play then it's because this, he could. Yeah, yeah. It is a power play, and then he obviously regrets it more or less straight away because he gets off the plane and he's in, like airport jail for like a few hours and the guy comes in and then he has this weird disturbing speech about this air, um, this male stewardess feeling him up this male stewardess and he's like yeah. there's a word yeah for that, well, uh, steward steward is, is that the word um i was thinking about it needs to gender everything but yeah, yeah it's fine um flight this flight attendant this, this male flight attendant um, who's go. allegedly felt him up and that hasn't happened I don't think uh, but it's the way he's like 
listen, I don't want to get this guy fired. I don't want to get him in trouble. Like, I can see how, you know, but maybe have a word with him. Have a word like, with I him, I didn't mate. want to make a fuss on the plane. And this guy's like, what the fuck is this guy his, talking I, about? I need a cigarette to calm down from all of that. Yeah, yeah it's... it's and, then, and then he goes back to Cal's house and he's like... Right, well, it hasn't worked any of the other eight times I've beaten the shit out of this guy and threatened him. Uh, so I'll I'll do it again. <laughs> and he pushes and he pushes too far. Let's talk about um, Amanda Redman, who plays uh, Gal's uh, wife. His wife. We've also got, yeah, Julianne White plays Jackie. And then Ian McShane, who is almost days... Uh, Towards his his untimely death, um, I think he died just like weeks after this film. I don't think out. you're thinking of Ian McShane. I think you're thinking of Kevin Kendall. Ian McShane oh, is Teddy. He's the the guy in London. Kevin the Kendall friend. is Kevin Kendall is the friend. Is he the did friend? Die very yeah, sorry, after that's this that's made, who I mean. Yeah. yeah, so so Ray Winston's mate, and then the the um, Jackie, and I think like Amanda Redman, I I think is a pretty good actress she's like new tricks is probably the one that she's most yeah kind of i think she's for. quite solid usually when she turns up um yeah you see it but i think gravitas she's good in, about her she's she's good in this because i think she represents the emotive side which is a bit of a trope like she's a woman so she's going to be the one who's going to be upset about this but ray winston isn't really giving us that he is kind of pretty level and he's not really willing to He's not he's not panicking in the same way overtly. Whereas I think she and Jackie, they really fucking understand. Like they've got out basically, and yes, they're kind of living off the ill-gotten means of 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 their husbands. But I think Amanda Amanda um, especially is is kind of essential. You kind of need you need for it to just for Gal to have stakes and it can't just be that he wants to go and have you know cheap beers in the in the british pub in spain but he needs to have some kind of connection some kind of emotional anchor to say that you're going to lose all this and you and your wife is under threat and, and everything so you need to do that one last job and obviously then you get the added complication of she just fucking shot the guy <laughs> Yeah. and then is beating the crap out of her of her, out of him like it's an amazing scene where she is with the gun and then it cuts and we don't know what happened like great so good and she's like so central to that which i think is pretty cool yeah it's a, it's a good it's a good performance it's it's a bit like it's almost like a play in the way that so much of the movie is these five characters in this like villa in Spain, yeah, um, and, and there's very little happening around them. It's mostly them standing around and Ben <laughs> Kingsley, honestly, well, being psychotic. Um, you, you almost said and, it's, it's almost a bottle movie. Yeah, is which is, said, is a it? great is a great term and a great kind of movie. Um, and also, a bottle episode it, is the where it comes from. I think more than a bottle movie. Anyway, it's the idea that the movie all takes place, you know, in one location in a really small space, a really small cast, and. A lot of the time you find it allows a youngish director to make a really good movie on a really tiny budget because it doesn't cost you a lot if you're never having to move the camera and you're never having to like get extras in and no costume changes. It like really just, you know, it's four guys and some coffee and probably some yeah. cocaine and you're fine, no problem. 
And that's I can't exactly how much happened, cocaine Ben Kingsley was doing in this movie, but all of it, oh, presumably. All of it, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Glazer, this was his first movie, and I think the script was really, really strong. Um, written by Louis Mellis, who has not done very much other than having voiced Darth Sion on Star Wars Knights of the Republic 2. There we go. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember that like character he... talking very much. <laughs> no. But, but I think you, you do, this definitely does feel like a first, like a, a director debut in a lot of ways because it's so it's distinctive. A film, it's, a, it's a film festival movie, isn't it? Like It kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. It kind of is. And I think the biggest representation of that is the editing. Edited by John Scott and Sam Sneed, neither of which have Wikipedia pages. But I think the I think the best thing about this movie by a long, long way is the editing. Because there's so many examples where we we see scenes almost interspersed there's one bit where they're exp- i think explaining the job and we cut from ben kingsley explaining it to ray winston and then we get the old you know g- ugly greasy guy number one uh as as he's titled explaining it to second greasy guy in in london and they just cut between these like almost sentence by sentence not even repeating yeah. it sometimes and it's like stuff like that is just so creative and actually really hard really hard to do well it, really, it helps I it's really such a concise it. movie and there's no like there's no b plot to this movie really uh like you know yeah. in, a, in a big scorsese three and a half hour picture every one of these characters would have their own arc you know think about casino you know every character's got stuff going on and there's like 17 different stories and, and this is the the fact that the what makes the editing of this movie so much easier is the fact that we don't have that really. There's no like secret life of uh, H, who's um, Gal's friend. Like we don't care. We don't know about him, and we don't care about him. No, he's on screen, great. He's off screen, even better. Um, and and all of the supporting characters are kind of like that, and we don't get any um, embellishment on what they're about. And it, to the extent of, apart from the celebration scene at the end, the last twenty five minutes of this movie take place in London, and it's and none of them are present. Um, because we can leave that behind, you know, and and I think if you if you don't have that if you don't have that simplicity of story, then the editing becomes more traditional, doesn't it? Because it is kind of a bottle movie in the first element. You're then left. You're then able to have some really creative ideas. Also, cut in between this is like this um, hallucinate, you know, the, the kind of representation of his evil life this kind of like devilly weird creature that's that that kind of is represented by don but also don gets to see him as well when he's you know when he's dead and buried uh so that's all kind of cut through as well so again i think you definitely can tell this is a first time director because i think probably the style that that this guy was known for who i think he did move music videos for like radiohead and stuff (sighs) It's kind of like he was obviously there to do that. I've not seen any of his other movies. Have you? Have you seen? No, I don't think so. Uh, of um, we... Jonathan Glazer. Jonathan, Jonathan Glazer. No, I'd like to though. I'd like to. We've got Birth Under the Skin and the Zone of Interest. Actually, the Zone of Interest I was reading about, which is about Rudolf Hoss, the uh, the 
head of a of Auschwitz. Yeah, and like I think it's Hess, him. But, okay. Yeah, no, it's a different one. I think. Um. Oh, possibly him. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of him trying to live his life, and he's you know his wife living their life in in a constant you know running a concentration. It sounds absolutely fucking just depressing. And I don't <laughs> think I'm going to watch that. But it's the kind of thing you can imagine. Like we're gonna we're gonna do something really intense, you know. Absolutely. Um, so could we talk about the heist at the end of this movie and Ian McShane? Let's who... talk about the heist. <sighs> Ian McShane is a scary motherfucker. Um, <laughs> just generally in everything he's in, yeah. there's an intensity to him as an actor. Um, ben Kingsley is terrifying in this movie, but like you said, he's kind of like a he could do anything. Like <laughs> you know, he's he might start slitting throats just because King the Color Purple came on TV. Um, yeah. Whereas Ian McShane brings kind of like a a methodical, um, quiet terror to to his role. And so Gal, our main character, this is Teddy, goes isn't to it? London. This is Teddy. Teddy, Teddy yeah. Of- yeah, so the, the, the chief Gal London, goes yes. to London. The idea, and we don't know at the time, but he goes to London so that he can pretend that Don just came and convinced him to go and do the job so that he can say, oh, I don't know what happened to him. Like, he went to the airport on this day. I've come to do the job. And so sort of like cover and, well, there's no way he'd have come if he'd have murdered him. There's no way he'd have then turned up to do yeah. the job. Except he, he kind of rumbled immediately. But- he tells he, he does that classic thing when someone's lying, which is to over embellish it and, and, and to think a little bit too hard and he says that one he phoned me at Heathrow and said I'm at Heathrow is like does that sound like him? Does that sound like a fuck this fucking psycho who is not interested in social niceties and isn't gonna be you know, letting people know he's okay? Like like it immediately, as you say, immediately he fails. And he's, un- and he's under suspicion for that. Immediately. And it's also kind of like a... It's a bit of a funny thing in this movie. And, and I think it's in- it must be intentional. Of he's a safe cracker. And it's really important that he's recruited for this job. Where they're using a jackhammer underwater and then crowbars to break into lockboxes. And it's like... um, <laughs> I yeah. mean... Okay. Don't you just need like six guys for that? I mean, anyone will do... Uh, yeah. it's it's a cool heist I like it visually it's quite it's cool in the Turkish baths and you've got all the I, again the, the unrealism of it it's kind of dialed up to 11 here where you've got all like the crime bosses sat around smoking and drinking while all of these with the exception of Ray Winston like all of these quite jacked young men in like speedos are like diving into this Turkish bath to to tunnel into these this vault um it's really bizarre. Like again, quite really good visual filmmaking, but perhaps like somewhat discordant with the information we've been given. Um, yeah. Well, and, and and again, you don't really need it. it it's it's the, what we've talked about already. But like, it's not about the heist. The movie's not really about the heist. It doesn't really matter what it is. He he puts in a cig a packet of cigarettes. Is that right? Teddy, what does he what does he put into the vault? Is he literally just he just wants to access it so he can see how to break into it? Is that yeah, right? I think what so. Is- so he goes. We meet Teddy. Uh, we, Teddy meets his bank manager, 
an orgy. An orgy. Uh, we forgot about that. There's an orgy. The context is we get this amazing, amazingly weird scene where um, he's getting railed by this bank manager, presumably. Uh, oh, yeah. Like there's this yeah. weird sort of like again, it's just the, the way that the movie kind of creates tension from nothing is that you've got Ian McShane sat reposed like he's a, a Roman orgy on this couch and this guy's looking at him and he's like tell that guy to stop fucking looking at me and anyway this guy's talking to him he's like do you like men or women and he's like yes and then we cut to him getting railed presumably it's a very tastefully shot but that's the shot which is fine and then it's like but then he, it's all it's all about that he finds that because this guy runs a bank yeah and so, so that's the that's the win. That's the heist, isn't it? And we yeah. get all of this through sort of Don through, like you said, like you were saying earlier about the edited scenes together. So we get Don telling Gal about this in Spain, where it cuts back to someone telling Don about it. When it cuts from there to the events happening to Teddy. Yeah, really innovative, really interesting. It's clever because it makes it a really. Um, it's good this is only 88 minutes long because I'm not sure I could have taken much more of this movie, like in yeah. a good way, but it's just the tension is so dialed up throughout and it's because of stuff like this that's constantly like, what? What's happening? <laughs> Why? It's kind of like the, um, un- the unreality of it all, isn't it? it n- none of it feels particularly real and I think this scene, with and Teddy as a character doesn't feel particularly real, real but in a lot of ways... The strength of the movie is because you've got these heightened reality characters, but all of them are pretty well developed. Even if they are exaggerated, they kind of represent a lot of different kind of real people. Again, you you can kind of imagine this type of person and and the development of the characters, especially Ray Winston's character probably uh, and and uh, Ben Kingsley's, but even these smaller you know supporting roles give I think almost add to a tapestry of, of, of different yeah and this is where i can see a smorgasbord why, of this characters. is where i can see why they are stupidly trying to reboot this as a series because yeah like then it's part of the reason this movie works so well is because i am interested in ian mcshane's character i am interested in the london crime faction and what they're doing and i am interested in how it all works because i get just enough to be like hmm but not so much that it becomes the main affair. Do you know what I mean? It's the problem with a lot of these Guy Ritchie movies is that the movie then becomes about how cool these gangsters are when actually yeah. I, I kind of want to watch a story about a character that I can like and not watch people like, like, like I said, slitting throats everywhere. Um, so we get to see him. And again, Ian McShane, I think, is just... He was in Deadwood um, mm-hmm. as uh, one, of the, mm-hmm. one of the tavern owners in that. And he's really very much playing the same exact role um, I think he only has one speed, and it's kind of like quietly terrifying. Yeah, and it, and uh, that that yeah, I, did, I think so much of it comes down to wanting to in, be part of the t- taking in the world, but not it's not fawning in the same way that Guy Ritchie yeah. movies are. At no point in this movie, all over gangsters. At no point in this movie is Gal seduced by the life again. Yes, because. He's, he's terrified it. the entire time he's in London. So you've got the stupid lie about talking to Don on the phone from the airport. Um, you have the heist where, I mean, that is, again, it's a, it's a beautiful, if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it because it's a beautiful, weird, surreal scene. With the water and then they open so the ashes. so many questions. Is the, the, the water like making it like... 
yeah, is the water making it quieter? Like, is it so that something like why is the steam why is it still hot like it's hot water like there's steam everywhere um all of that and 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 then it's and it's like, oh yeah cool they are robbing the place and then um we go back to the we then have the after party again doesn't seem like a great idea is like goodfellas oh, told me this is you don't have an after party for a crime yeah everyone's everyone fuck off split up and we come together in 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 three weeks in a different city, you know. The Ocean's Eleven thing, exactly. Well, that yeah. well, no, they do that stupid thing in that where they're all in no, the fountain bandits. in the middle of fucking the, Vegas. The, the, the thing in Bandits, the the Bruce Willis movie, where they all just drive off in separate cars and will meet together in three weeks in Tulsa or whatever else. Yeah, yeah, um, and we and then we have the the cherry of this movie, which is. Um, <laughs> Ian McShane driving uh, Ray Winston to the to the airport. Well, as soon uh, as he says, not... "I'll drive you," you're like, "Oh shit, he's gonna fucking die. He's gonna die, surely." And it's I thought. Uh, he and would... it's. Can I ask you actually? Did you have you have you seen this before? No, no, no. Right? Did you think Ray Winston was gonna live to the end of the movie? I did not. I thought he's gonna get. He's gonna get shot in the back of the head as he walks, gets out of the car or something. What, what did if you I think? was, I I thought to be honest, it was more or less going to be what it was. Not to make my sound, I'll sound really clever or anything, but what I mean is that I thought that essentially it was going to transpire that Ian McShane doesn't give it a shit, that like he couldn't mm. care less about Don because his whole character is like he couldn't, especially you know we go they go and assassinate the banker, and I think that's him kind of like proving to Ray Winston he's like I couldn't care less. I'll fucking murder someone over nothing. Exactly. Like, have I killed this guy because he he might know that I've robbed him? Or have I killed him because we had sex and I don't want that getting out? Or have I killed him just to show to you that I'll fucking do anything? Yeah. And then he sees the opportunity to obviously cut cut him out of the of the heist money, which seems to be like, well, that was probably the the whole only, thing all I'll along. I'll give you a tenner. I've, I've only yeah. got twenty if you got change, you know. Which but is, by the way, a another terrifying scene. And then he's like, what are you doing? Get out of the fucking car. Yeah. And, and yeah. Guy Ritchie, again, Guy Ritchie sat in a movie theatre wanking watching this movie. Yeah, um, we've talked about what before, episode right? did I say that in? That's, I don't know. I don't know. But there's, it's, it's, a, it's a visual image, listener, that now... But it's true, ahead. because this is what Guy Ritchie wants all of his movies to be. And some of them get there, but a lot of them tend to be quite cartoonish, where there's nothing cartoonish about this. No, I loved, I loved, loved, loved the uh, the line where he says, you know, what's this Teddy says to Ray Winston in the car, what's Spain like, you know, how, and he's like, yeah, it's nice, it's blah, blah, blah. And he says, oh, I'll maybe have to give you a visit sometime. <laughs> and it's exactly, it's exactly what Don did, what Ben Kingsley did to him, which is basically, it, it's just planting the seed that, you're, you you can't you can't run away. I'm going to find you, and I'm going to come one day. You know, I've just like doing a favor for a for a mafia boss. He's gonna he's gonna want something back. He's gonna come back, and he and you basically you can never escape. So the end of the movie's it does end with a kind of like celebration, doesn't it? Like they've they're all having a good. Is that right? How does Candelaga and Fags from the app from the Duty Free? Yeah, um, but we don't. Really, we're left with the same tension that 
Ray Rinson's never going to escape this. He's always going to get dragged back in because if if not for his specialised skills, just because you need to keep... The, the, the baddies need to control people. And if you're yeah. rejecting well, the lifestyle... Well, that's what it's about, isn't it? That's what Teddy's whole thing is, is that... You're on a list. It's like killing the banker and everything like that. It's 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 about I'm the person, I'm the main character, I'm in control here. And um, Yeah, I, I mean, it does feel Don, like a bit cathartic in that... He goes home and and he's there with his friends and you know they've got the ruby earrings that he stole and he's done a bit of a a thing there. But it's it's mostly just about we've now returned basically to the start of the movie. All that's changed is is we've committed a murder and covered it up and we can never ever move because if they ever take this pool up, they'll find a body. Um, and and that's fine. But like it's it's interesting, isn't it? That it's one of those movies where as a as as the the good guys we haven't really like advanced at all all we've managed to do is get back to where we started from which That's is where we were, which is, is nice drinking. isn't it we're not like we're not meeting in um in wherever in the three weeks with a fucking bag full of money it's like right no. <laughs> back to where we were they made a few except grand i'm down a flight range. to london yeah, and a hotel stay yeah. yeah it's a great it's a great um such a satisfying again i've said it before i've said it at the start but like it's a real, mm, you know, when you go to a, this is analogy before. You go to a restaurant, you have, yeah, yeah. you have, you have a a wonderful little little amuse bouche to begin. You know, you've got nice a nicely paired wine. You have a starter that that just just still hungry afterwards, and then you have this main that's wonderful, and then they just finish off with this dessert, and then finally we get coffee and we get a, or maybe a, a whiskey just to. And you, you're you're complete. You're completely satisfied. Every you know, and that's what I uh, left the, the same feeling with this movie. And that's a great place to be. And no yep. Paramount Plus. We don't need to see any more. <laughs> and that's the perfect thing. Is sometimes movies are art, and sometimes it's fine to have a movie and then to have it finish, and then to never revisit these characters, to never <laughs> revisit this world, and just have that exist as an experience that. We went and we saw this movie and we had a conversation about it and it was really cool. And then they didn't make 15 more of them. Yeah, unfortunately, Dave, you've got, there's one problem with that. And the problem is... Let's do it. Yes, that's right. Money, money, money. And welcome to the semi-relevant movie quiz, a quiz where we try and stump each other about stupid questions that are kind of about 2000s, terribly titled Sexy Beast. Uh, we've got a couple questions each, and whoever gets the most right gets to do one more job before retiring. Dave. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I think I'm going to go first. I've got two questions to ask you about this movie. And I'm going to start with question one, which is Ben Kingsley is one of the most prolific actors of his generation. With how many movies credited to his name, according to Wikipedia? 97, 107, or 117. This is a complete, you've just got to throw a dart and see where it lands. You can't really work your way around this question unless you've got no. an intimate knowledge of Ben Kingsley I'm gonna name movies. 90, I'm going to name more than 97 Ben Kingsley movies. Uh, 107. Just Any, throw come a on, dart. Give us, no, give us a bit more. Uh, who wants a millionaire thinking here? Dude, I have, I've literally got no idea. Um, I know that people like, like Danny Trejo has like 400 credits or something insane yeah. like that because he'll show up in anything, as anything, for anything. 
Or is you think Kingsley would be a bit more kind of? I mean, presumably, though, if he's been acting, he he's been acting now, for like surely. fifty years now. I, yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. You know, ninety-seven, hundred movies in fifty years, hundred roles in fifty years is like two a year. That's not unreasonable. And that's credits. Indeed. That's TV, like cameos, all sorts. Like that's not unreasonable. Even one hundred and seventeen isn't like. It's not Jim Carrey in the nineties numbers, is it? Yeah, an exponential number of movies. So when what what was your answer? Sorry, one oh seven, middle of the ground. One oh seven. It's incorrect. So he started in nineteen seventy two. His second movie was Gandhi. Ten years later, bizarrely, um, in eighty two, and he is still got movies that are coming out. He made uh, eight movies in twenty fourteen alone. Wow, so he's really ramped up his later career then. He's, I mean, a lot of it's probably relatively small roles or, you know, kind of maybe directed DVD stuff, but still, but still, he's doing well, so good for you, Ben Kingsley. Right, your question to me. Let's go. So, um, we're going to do a bit of a higher and lower. Uh, so, in this movie, they say fuck 150 times, <laughs> apparently. Um, How many times? There is there is a Wikipedia article uh, of the movies with that say fuck the most times. <laughs> so I've gone through and I've picked out three movies that you've definitely seen. Uh, I'm going to say the movie and you're going to tell me whether it has more fucks or less fucks than this movie. <laughs> Does it give more or less fucks than right. Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, uh, I, I think that's got to be... So I think Wolf of Wall Street has more fucks than Sexy Beast. Correct. It's uh, yes. 569 fucks in Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. It's also Somebody's... three hours long. In fairness, it's twice as long as this movie. Okay, okay. so that is um, an important factor. And also, Scorsese movies, like, they're all in this list. Like, Departed, Goodfellas, Casino. Like, it's... Yeah. Okay, Bad Boys 2. Hmm. Did I get did I get a number on Sexy Beast? Did I get a number of fucks on Sexy Beast? 115 on Sexy Beast. 115, okay. I think I want to say lower, but I feel like it's maybe you've Yeah, I want to say lower. I want to say lower. So there's less Ro- in incorrect. Bad Boys. Incorrect. Oh. How many uh, Bad Boys 2 oh, had 153 fucks in it? Wow. And it's this is wow. just a show by the way. There are 115 times someone says fuck in the movie Sexy Beast, which is more or less a movie where people say fuck at each other. And Bad Boys 2 has more in it. Um, so there's the, the third one, the third one, Sam. If you get this one right, you get the point. Okay? Okay. Two out of three, we're averaging it. It's okay. It's fine. Frozen 2. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was fuck wall to wall. Um, Take the that, movie. Anna. Fuck you. The movie is super bad. Super bad, which you've definitely seen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this has that Sexy Beast has less than this as well. That is correct. Yes. Um, Delayed Super for bad me. has 176 instances of someone saying the word fuck. Actually, um, Sexy Beast. I think partly because of how short it is and how much of the third act. Is, is underwater yeah yeah 
Um, Sexy Beast doesn't even appear doesn't even appear on the Wikipedia list, uh, which is films where it occur where it's said more than 150 times, and it's quite a long list. Um, That's a great which I found. article. Somebody has worked hard on that, and I appreciate whoever you are. I wanted to have a question about how many times the word cunt, sorry, the word can't, was can't. Uh, said in movies, but that isn't tracked, uh, and also doesn't well, appear Dave, as much in movies. I th I think you have a mission and purpose in life that you need that's to... my calling yeah definitely yeah um, all right so my next question oh my your next question mike yeah well then we'll do one more from you and then we'll we'll wrap it up so uh this movie is called sexy beast and as we discussed that's not a very good title for this movie so which of the following would be a better title is it a anything else b <laughs> anything else at all or c literally anything else a, B, or C, uh, Dave. I think now, it's going to have to be C. Again, I think talk me C, through the process here. <laughs> I think... Any, yeah, so, so anything else is also correct. Um, anything and else at all? Anything else at all is more emphatic than anything else, right? So that's more correct than anything else. Okay. And literally anything else is, I think, more emphatic than the second one and therefore the anything most emphatic Anything else at all, which is yeah. more emphatic than anything else. So we're like, going to go for it. Movies we could have ha had this, uh, The Boulder, um, you could have named it after some random fucking Brit resort in Spain. Uh, anything. Yeah. So you're going to see anything else at all? No, literally anything else. Oh, sorry. Literally anything else. Okay, right. See, literally anything else. Uh, let's have a look. And... Oh, sorry, Dave. That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> The, the actual answer was B, anything else at all. But it's okay, try again next time. <laughs> Great. Um, my next question. Um, These points are canon, ladies and gentlemen. We are absolutely keeping track of it, Wink. <laughs> um, so we talked about Amanda Redman, who I, I really like in this movie, um, mm. just generally. And generally in stuff. Uh, she was in New Tricks, which is a very middle-of-the-road British crime show. BBC crime um, show that's on at 8 o'clock, yeah. Well, was on 8 o'clock, but at least, you know, it's good enough because basically what it is is all of the old actors that we remember, and by old I mean like 70 plus actors that we mm. remember are in this detective show as detectives, and there's there's a bit of fun about that, you know. Um, you've got the guy from the Sweeney, like, rocking around, you know, but he's 75 years old. Look, that's There's a bit yeah. of fun there. It's fun, yeah. Um, there were 12 seasons of, uh, 12 series, sorry, of New Tricks. Um, how many se series of New Tricks, of those 12, did Amanda Redman star in? Was it two, six, or ten? I remember her being quite a significant part of that TV show. She was the lead, so like she was the police officer running this, yeah, old man squad. So, but so, there was so, a revolving so I... cast. I think the only the guy from the Sweeney only he was the only guy who was in all of it. I think all of it. And so, so I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking it's ten cards on the top. But what I'm thinking is either at the beginning or at the end, like she wasn't included there. I guess maybe she might have gone for maybe once maternity leave. I don't know. Like, but I, I'm thinking it's either start or finish 
maybe she joined in season three or she left in two seasons before the end, whatever that is. And I think she's a core part of the show, I, I think. So I'm going to go with 10. 10 is correct. Yes! Uh, so she starred in it from the from the start so uh james bolam was the guy he was not he wasn't in all of it sorry dennis waterman was in the whole thing he was in all 12 seasons okay um amanda redman left in season 10 uh, at the end of season 10 so she didn't appear in the last two seasons uh they had nicholas lindhurst was in the last three seasons um yeah, yeah of course yeah they had a few like it was a weird thing. I I always in my head think it ran thought it ran for like three or four seasons, and it's no, it ran yeah. from two thousand and four to two thousand and fifteen, wow. which is wild. Um, it's a big. I mean, this is a TV show. If you're like if you're American, you've probably never even heard of this. And you know what? You're not missing much. I don't think. I think it's, it's in our cultural you know consciousness. It's a full isn't enough. It's a full time. enough take on. It's a full enough take on the detective drama, and it's. Yeah. <sighs> But there's nothing in it. I'm not going to say I good representation say. because it's all old white men, uh, which is literally the inverse of representation. But it is at least a TV show about old people, um, and it and it uh. is a and it is a sometimes fun <laughs> kind of like throwback reference to the TV shows that the old the people starring in this show made in the 70s, you know. Yeah. And that's it. it reminds people there. of when they were young, and that's good. That's good. I mean, no, that's I don't the know foundation. if it does, Sam. I think it reminds no, people no, no, no. that time is marching on and they're going to fucking die just like these but old we, bags of bones in this TV series. But we want to see that, don't we? That's what people we want to see. And, you know, that's the foundation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, for Christ's sake. So let's not let's not be disparaging <laughs> <Is> nostalgia. It? <laughs> it's nostalgia. I liked Spider-Man when I was a kid. Tobey Maguire's fun. So 20 years later, we're going to... No, no, I disagree because I think this is the inverse of nostalgia, Sam, because all of these people have, like, horrible home lives involving, like, spouses dying of old age and, you know, all sorts of horrible shit because they're, like, 70 years old. And what I'm trying to say is that that is interesting in of itself because it's not something we generally encourage on TV because we want everyone to be young and sexy and So this is the the midsummer... midsummer Wine? No, last of the. Something to do with wine. What's that last show? Last of the summer wine is a TV last show. Of mid, last of the midsummer wine. No, last of the summer wine. The mid, last of the midsummer's night dream wine. Yes, that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. Starring Inspector Frost. Yes, correct. I Wrap it up. It. Wrap it up. That's the end of it. That's the end of it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did. We, we, we did it. Right. So, uh, where are we then? I think you've got two wrong because you're a fucking idiot. And um, I think I've got, got two right, Sam. I got two right. Have we got any more questions? Are we exhausted? I had one more. Um, oh, go on. Here we go. Bonus. Interest rate question, uh, which was, <laughs> and I'm not going to give you options here. It's so the gal gets paid. Te- although I think he doesn't actually get paid ten pounds. In theory, he's he's offered ten pounds of payment for this job in this the job. year two thousand. Now, obviously, you're aware of the hellscape we're in right now, but. How much and is ten pounds in two thousand? In two thousand, worth in twenty twenty three, I think. Give it so ten pounds. This is so. from the Bank of England website, by the way, which I use. Yeah, the inflation. You know, calculator. it's never as 
it's never quite as much as you think even unless you're well, it's impossible it's impossible to use something as a benchmark to figure it out when we went to university you could buy a pint of beer for one pound 80. you can now buy a pint of beer for about four pounds 50. but this makes it sound so old but like going out with a tenner even, the tenner that you get paid for this job even yeah exactly even even in the most expensive bars in carlisle with four <laughs> drinks like you could come out with with 250 a pint no problem whereas now it's you know like you're pushing that you're pushing that way above even the cheapest pints three quid or something aren't you we used to do gravel from middle at road as well uphill both ways so um you're never going to get the pence but i want you to give it to me to the nearest pound i think so how much is it now so 10 pound right so what it would be more it would be more right that's how inflation what's the purchasing works. power right now of that 10 pounds 14 or what could 70 how much 14 pound 70 wrong allegedly oh. it is 18 pounds and <gasps> 19 pence i'm gonna give a big to that that's terrible that's terrible is it terrible or is that good how does inflation work? Explain inflation. <laughs> I didn't go to school for that, Sam. It's a different podcast. Um, no, I to don't explain think to good, you the it? history of inflation. I mean, I literally did go to school for that, but I didn't learn very well. You didn't. You um, didn't learn very much at all, right? Well, I think, Dave, that means that I'm, I'm the winner. I think we'll settle with that. Should we settle with that? Are you happy with that? No, but um, I suppose that'll have to suffice. That's fine. Yeah. Half of the course as I, usual. I think I think the audience is happy with that, so let's leave it there. All right, audience, pipe down. So there we there we go. Uh, I think we have delved into this very fun, entertaining movie quite effectively. There, Dave. I feel good about this exploration yeah. of sexy beasts. Any final parting thoughts before we get there? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Um, no, this is a good movie. Uh, don't be put off by the really horrible title. like Workshop titles right now. Sexy Least. The Heist. That's Sexy terrible. Least. That's terrible. Um, expats. E- Ooh, Expats is good. Expats is good. What about, um, what about Warm Beer and Sunshine? No, that's terrible. Oh, well, um, come on, then. You've got about 10 seconds before the music gets louder <laughs> to get another one in. It's uh, two pints of lager and a packet of fags. <laughs> we can't say that Two anymore. pints uh, of lager and bury this guy in the bottom of your pool. Yeah, something like that. We'll edit this to make it funny at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think science has gone that far.